12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3, 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. VTLs have expanded now. We can go to a lot more countries. But back home in Singapore, there are also unique experiences that one can go through as well. Joining us on the line after a few months away is Annabelle Tan. She's an assistant features editor at Prestige. Welcome back to the show, Annabelle. How are you? Hi, Adrian. Good. Uh, Thanks for having me back. We discussed this briefly off air just before we started our chat. And, you know, I did mention the VTLs are now open. But here, there are also quite a few unique experiences that I'd like to refer to. One being the dog tour. Now, this is a little uh, experience. Now, I've seen this every time I'm around the cricket club. Tell us a little bit more about this tour, how it works and what the experience was like. Actually, my first time doing the dog tour, I, like like you, I've seen it around many times, but I don't know. I mean, I always thought it was a tourist, right? Like, I wouldn't go for a tour like that. But it was actually very fun. Um, so my boyfriend is not from Singapore, so he suggested doing it. And I was like, yeah, okay, it looks, it looks quite fun, looks quite cute. So basically, you meet, I think, in Suntec City, and then you, that's where you get on, and that's also where you get off. And it starts with a bit of the land tour. So you drive to the river. I think it's the Marina Bay River, is that what it's called? I think so. And then um, in, on the way, they give you little bits of you know history, fun facts about Singapore, stuff that even I didn't know about, mm. to be honest. And then um, you go into the water and that part is very fun. Like you actually kind of have to brace yourself a bit because there'll be a bit of a splash. So that's fun. It's, it's really great for... You know, people of all ages, like kids love it and I mean, we loved it as well. And then on the water, in the water, actually that was my favourite part because you see Singapore from a different, you know, perspective. I've never really, I don't think I've ever taken a boat ride in the water here before. And yeah, you just see all the usual spots like Gardens by the Bay and all that. But yeah, with a, a different perspective, it's really very nice. And then you go back on the land and then take another drive around. They give you more fun facts about, you know, like all the monuments and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, I think the whole tour lasted about an hour or just about under an hour. And yeah, it was a, it was a very fun weekend activity. And explain the feeling of being a tourist in your own country. What was that like? I love being a tourist mm. in my own country because... I think before COVID, you know, we don't really do the touristy things around Singapore. We just work and work and then that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then when we, we want to relax, we, we leave the country, right? Mm. So there's actually a lot, of, a lot of fun, cool things to do in Singapore. Uh, I love Gardens by the Bay. So every time I want to feel like a tourist, I go there because I think, I don't know, like the attractions in Singapore are very, I don't know, I, I would use the term out of this world because you really can't find stuff like that anywhere else. Everywhere else you go, usually, you know, it's a lot about history and stuff like that. But we have so many like new, cool, futuristic things that I think are quite different and quite fun. So for me, being a tourist in Singapore, it's about that. But also, I think I don't know enough about Singapore's history. So doing something like a duck tour also helps with that part. You know, you get a bit of both. We can refer to uh, the Vortex at uh, Jewel Changi Airport, also the Art Science Museum, just to, you know, name a few of these. But if there was no COVID, Annabelle, would you have ever gone on one of these tours? Um, on the duck tour, probably not, <laughs> to be <laughs> honest. Um, yeah, because I think just the sight of all the tourists usually, like, it's always packed, right? I, I would avoid with a 
yeah, I would definitely avoid. But now that, you know, it's not so crowded and I think there were only maybe about five or six other people on our tour. It was mm. very comfortable. It was not overcrowded at all. It was a very pleasant experience. And in terms of um, the safety measures um, implemented on the tour, what was that like? Everybody is, you know, safely distanced. There's the um, block off some seats where you can't sit. And of course, yeah, everybody has to wear masks at all times. And yeah, you can't you can't choose your seat as well. They'll assign the seats to you, so you can't you move around and sit with your friends or whatever stuff like that. So it's it's very well managed. Yeah, it's like getting on a plane. You just designated one seat and you can't move from there. <laughs> We're in conversation exactly. with Annabelle Tan. She's Assistant Features Editor at Prestige. Annabelle, we're taking a different approach, of course, today. We're talking about experiences in Singapore, but none of our conversations will be complete without basically the F&B industry in Singapore. A couple of new establishments that have come out. I want to point out Nemesis. You've recently been there and there are a couple of standout items from the menu. But talk to me about the experience when you went there first of all what were you expecting and secondly share with us some of your highlights so uh, as you know nemesis is opened by the team behind uh, junior the pocket bar and I-, I love junior it's a great place they change their theme i think three four times a year which is always fun so i love their cocktails also and i knew that you know nemesis they will have great cocktails as well. So um, that was the expectation I had. But I didn't really know much about the food menu. I just knew they had pizza. When I walked in, it was cool. Like the decor, I think immediately you'll feel like, oh, this is a kind of, it's kind of weird place. <laughs> and intentionally so. I think the concept behind it is they kind of want to have tradition, but also a bit of rebellion. So you have pizza, like traditional well, sort of traditional pizza with like some of the familiar flavors, but also with a twist. Like I think one of the highlights, one of my favorites was the potato pizza. They put like potato salad on the pizza, which is unheard of. I mean, to me, I've never had it before, but it, it, re- it worked really well. Like yeah. carbs on carbs. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> What about the then, fried lasagna? Because that ooh. was one of the things that, because um, I've seen it on quite a few stories as well, and it, it looked like quite a standout dish. What did it taste like? It tastes like what you would expect. <laughs> it tastes like <laughs> lasagna, but with the extra crunch, which I love. Like when I eat lasagna, I love the crispy bits at the side. So this was like that, but elevated. And I mean, who doesn't like fried food? Anything you fry, it's going to taste good. <laughs> It was really good. I, would, I think that's a dish you got to share. I think it comes, uh, I think, four pieces mm. per serving. You can just, I think you can only eat one. If you're going to eat the pizza, you should just share that dish and then yeah, order other things because it's good, but it's, it also can get quite heavy. Yeah, so more of a, a sharing concept if you want to experience the best of everything when it comes to the food menu there, I guess. Yeah, for sure. And what about the drinks? What was your standout cocktail when it came to the menu? Surprisingly, so they have a section called No Low, which is no or low ABV cocktails. Okay. And surprisingly, that was my favorite section because they do it so well. I think they really put a lot of thought and effort into making no or low alcohol cocktails taste good. So, you know, there's something for everyone. Um, There was this drink, uh, I can't remember the name of it now, but it's inspired by 
a tequila sunrise. So I think if you tell the team there, they'll know what I'm talking about. It was really good. It honestly, it tasted like a regular cocktail because it had all the like bitters, aromatics, and stuff like that. And it was just sweet enough. It was very well balanced and. Yeah, it was. It went really well. The food. I think the drinks also. They really put a lot of thought into pairing it with the food, so that it's not too overpowering, not too heavy, and at the same time, it stands up to you know the heaviness of the pizza and food and all that. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to my uh, visit to Nemesis, particularly uh, the fried lasagna, as I mentioned there. Just before we wrap up this conversation, I want to talk about Salted and Hung. You were there tasting their most recent menu. Uh, Chef Drew Nocente, who's been on the show before, has done such a great job with this menu and also his overall concept. You've been there before, but what was different this time? So there was some items on the menu that were the same, but very few. I would say maybe like 90% or 95% of the menu is, is new. But the concept behind it is the same. So I think Chef Drew, like you mentioned, he's always been, you know, championing zero food waste and sustainability in his cooking. That's how he grew up. He grew up on a farm and that's all he's ever known, basically. So he mm. does a lot of curing, uses every part of the ingredient as best as he can. And I I mean, food aside, the food is brilliant, but I think I love the educational aspect of it because, you know, they'll explain to you how he uses, you know, like, for example, the turbot, the fish, in so many different ways across so many different dishes. And it's honestly mind-blowing the way that how chefs' minds work and how they can use things like fish bones or like, you know, scales and stuff like that to make other like yummy ingredients that taste so good. You would never think that. The soup from the turbot, it comes in a in a bit of a, it's almost like tea, isn't it? You know, when you have yeah. it. But it's, uh, it's, it's absolutely delicious. What about the kangaroo sausage roll? What was your take on that? Oh, I love that. Mm. Um, I think kangaroo is not something that's, you know, common on most menus here. Um, yeah. It can be a bit gamey for some people, but I thought it was great. He mixed it with uh, wagyu, so, you know, it was more balanced for mm. people who are not you maybe used to the gaminess. I love the snacks, like the one bites, like the kangaroo sausage roll, like you mentioned, and all the other, like I think the head cheese, which is made from like pig's head, right? I think so. It was, it was fried into like a corn dog that was really good as well. Yeah, so when it comes to the dessert, uh, you know, away from that, he also has a couple of uh, snacks which, uh, you know, will show you what he experienced while he was growing up. And just having that, putting two and two together, um, it just makes sure that you have the best experience ever, I guess. Yeah, I, I love that little touch at the end, like the all the Australian desserts, like the Golden Gate Time and the Anzac Cookies, like you mentioned. It's funny because, um, well, the, I think the previous time I went, I loved the Anzac cookie so much. I was raving about it and they actually gave me a box of it to take home. Oh, so sweet. So <laughs> And the little koala there as well, just so you yeah. know, you have a little bit of Australia <laughs> there as well. We've been in conversation with Annabelle Tan, Assistant Features Editor at Prestige. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, and I look forward to our next conversation. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.